Hello and welcome to the Villain Era podcast. My name is Justine, also known as Just Fit Justine, and I'm super excited for you guys to turn in, tune in today. I think my voice sounds like a little weird. I don't know what's going on, but we are going to hit on a topic that has been so prevalent in my life. I keep mentioning this, and does age matter when it comes to dating? I have referenced <laughs> that I keep dating some men who are younger than me, but I've also talked to a lot of girlfriends who've dated older than me, and I have dated some guys in their 30s, so I want to dive into this topic and really talk about when does it matter, is it just an excuse? But before we get in, we got to recap you guys on life. This is my favorite part. I, I'm not going to lie. This week is testing me on how much I want to share with you guys because I do, I have some stories. (laughs) Um, Family, don't listen to this one. Kind of like crazy, right? I actually, oh, P.S. If you are a regular, I am moving the release dates from Friday to Wednesday. I think Wednesday is just a better day for a new podcast to come out. So I just recorded last Thursday and then I'm recording a little earlier again. It's Monday. So I have honestly... So much has happened since Thursday to now. It's kind of crazy. So first off, I told you guys last week that I went on a date and all I said about this date was that it was kind of a doozy. Was not going to like put this guy on blast or anything. That's all I said. And actually, I made fun of myself when he made fun of me right? I shared the text message. He was like, thanks for talking about yourself all night. Cool, cool. So all I said in that episode, though, was like, oh, this date was a doozy, and I did not give you guys any details from it. So I have to call myself out because I have been so anti-ghosting, and I ghosted this man. I'm sorry. I did. Um, (laughs) I, gosh, yeah. So basically after the date, he had just sent a couple text messages that I felt were a little out of pocket. And then on Friday, he sent me a text message and was like, I listened to your episode and I got my review. I'm sorry, I was such a doozy. And I obviously read that text message very dramatically, but I don't know. It was just, he's like, I I sent those messages because I felt like you were friend zoning me and I was trying to be flirtatious. And I was just like, yeah, this is, this was not really working. And I honestly, I got advice from my male roommate and my brother. They were just like, it's not worth it. And I was like, oh, am I like really bad for ghosting? They're like, no, no, no. Like, you know what? One time thing. So I have to call myself out um, on that and just be upfront with you guys. Then, then we're sitting at happy hour with my roommates And if you guys remember, I told you about, I went on two dates with this guy and then he ghosted me and he was the guy that like my sneaky link saw us making out together. And the dates were really great, I thought. Well, I said his name. So I like tell my roommates everything, right? But my guy roommate had been in Australia when all this happened. So I had like told him what happened, but I had never said this guy's name. So we were talking about it on Friday night and I said his name and my roommate's face just goes, the first thing he said is, he's like, what was his like ethnicity? What was his background? And I was like, oh, he was half black, half Italian. And he's got a very, not a very common name. So my roommate just looked at me, he's like, I used to work with him. 
And this is so crazy because on our first date, he told me this huge story about how he got let go because his company was in a merger and the person in his role was the nephew of the CEO and there was all this nepotism and stuff like that. And my roommate was just like, none of that happened. He's like, that's totally full of shit. He's like, actually, he got fired and we've not had any mergers or anything. My roommate was just like, I hate that dude. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I just want to say, I totally understand not wanting to admit on a first date that you had gotten fired. That's acceptable. But then like there was this whole story that went with it. There were some other stories that just like did not align from what my roommate was saying. And my roommate was like, yeah, that guy, he's like, I've never liked him. As soon as he started talking, he was just full of shit. And I was like, wow, I was fooled. And then he was really laughing because the last thing I had said to this guy before he ghosted me is I had invited him over. I was like, hey, do you want to come over for dinner one night this week? And my roommate was like, I would have died if this man walked into our house and was like, that's my ex-coworker. I'm like, oh my God, that would have been so crazy. So again, we have another instance of Austin just being too small of a city for me. So then, oh my God, (laughs) I almost, yeah. So then it continues to happen. I go to Latchkey, which I've told you guys a million times, I have to stop going to Latchkey. I go to Latchkey on Friday night. It always has a huge ass line. Um, I see my ex-husband's cousin at the door skipping the line and I literally like, we're we're going in with him. And I just like, used him to get me in this bar we don't even we did not talk or anything I'm like I'm like hi and then I like literally just said hi and followed him in so I did not have to wait in the line like okay well it's nice being a cute girl so then we're in latchkey there this bar guys you have to just see it's so packed people are standing on picnic tables it's so crowded and these two guys come up and talk to me and my girlfriend and kind of hitting on us and he's like oh introduces himself, tells me his name. Again, it's kind of a unique name. And I had, I'd like seen this guy briefly, like not enough to really know what he looked like, but like kind of in like some Instagram stories and stuff like that. And I just looked at him and he said his name and I was like, where'd you go to college? And as soon as he said where he went to college, I was like, you know, Dumpling Boo. And this is one of like Dumpling Boo's roommates, like best friends. And I'm like, what are the chances that this man is hitting on me? (laughs) Nope. And then he's like, oh, like, let's take a picture. I'm like, no, no, no. He like tried to take a selfie. I literally just like put my hand up. I'm like, no, absolutely not. His friends ended up buying me some shots and stuff. But I'm just like, I, I cannot even just, again, Austin being way too small for me. I'm like, oh, dude. Also, I just have not heard good stories about this guy. So I literally was just like, and not even from Dumpling Boo. I have not heard good stories from some other people. And I like just looked at him. I was like, I don't like you. I was like, no, this is not happening. I'm not go- like, I don't approve of some of the things he's done, like ethically. So, mm-mm. yeah. And then, oh, this is fun. Then Saturday, I did shrooms for the first time. So... I I do question putting this out on the internet at the same time. I think that like, come on, shrooms is not hurting anyone. I think there's a lot of really cool information happening here and research and there's a lot of cool stuff going on. So we're just going to share it. But I did shrooms and it was pretty like 
mild experience. Also, preface, guys, I'm not telling you to go do drugs. Please make up your own choices on what you feel comfortable with. But it's something I've been wanting to try for a while. And so I did it with some people I feel really close with. And it was, it was, I'll say, I was really nervous going into it just because I have had some experiences with drugs that weren't the best, but I'm also in a totally different life mindset than when I've had those bad experiences. And I think shrooms is a little bit more like a fun, light, happy drug, at least like that's my, was my take on it. And I went pretty light. Like I was like, give me the smallest one. I was kind of scared. I took basically like half a dose. And then we went and like sat by the pool and I just could not stop laughing. (laughs) At one point I'm just looking up at the clouds and I was like, yeah, those clouds are going to part and there's like a mouth right there. And that mouth is talking to me. It's going to tell me what's going on here. And I was just laying in the pool, loving life. We had good music playing. I was just like, I felt like I could really like feel the music coming through me and I think it's also cool because then once you're done it's just done so like it's not like molly where you might have a come down right because it depletes dopamine and it's not like having a hangover from alcohol but I had a really great experience I definitely want to do it again and try a larger dose uh just to like really experience it more but I do think it's something that I probably will you know, I'm not doing this all the time, but I think when I go to like a music festival or something where you don't want to be, it's so hot all day, you don't want to be drinking like $20 hot beers, I think that, and then you get tired and like, ugh, and bloated, I don't know, I think shrooms is probably the way to go in the future on that one, testing that out, so it was a cool experience, and it's something that was on my summer bucket list, so I get to check that off. Also, it was so fun on Saturday night. I met up with, technically they're my brother's friends, so they're like six years younger than me, but like these guys that we grew up together. We lived in the same neighborhood for, you know, the majority of like my childhood. I used to play basketball with them, like we'd ride our bikes around, all of this stuff, and I went and I met up with them at the bar, and that was just fun. I'm like, you're an adult. We got to catch up. It was really fun to see. I'm like, you're the same like little shit as you were as a kid. Um, Super talkative, outgoing, super funny, and just like uniquely themselves. I loved it. And that was really fun. And then I did have some good like hot girl summer, hot girl summer experiences this weekend. It was just nice. It's funny. I... I had a little hookup and then after the guy was talking about, I'm like, oh yeah, I podcast. He's like, oh, what do you podcast about? Please don't tell me like sex. And I'm like, yeah, sex and dating, of course. He's like, shit, I really would have tried to last longer if I knew you were going to go podcast about this. I laughed so hard because normally I'm like, oh, you know, I don't normally up front right tell someone right away I'm having a sex and dating podcast because I don't want them to be weird but hey if that's gonna get you to try a little harder in bed maybe I should start telling everyone that but yeah so just like a fun few days I'm still just I don't know it's actually then um a Sunday I hung out with my girlfriend and it was so crazy I was just looking back because I had seen her the Sunday before when I was super upset about this guy and I was like that was a week ago And I haven't thought about it past Tuesday and I couldn't give two shits this Sunday. And it just shows like how quickly you can move on when someone's not right for you and you have the right support system and you're going through the steps. It's like, oh my God, I thought I'd be like 
so upset. I literally yesterday was just like, I can't believe that was just last week that I was so upset because now I don't give a fuck at all like so quickly on to the next one so I hope you guys enjoyed that recap because I don't know life's fun life's funny right now um so diving into this week's topic though does age matter when dating and if so how much and also what maybe matters more than age I think that's a really important question because obviously I think based on my experiences you guys know I'm gonna sit here and say I don't think age matters that much as much as people say when it comes to dating. And I want to preface, I am not discussing predatory relationships. I am not discussing anything, you know, I think there's, do I think, I'm going to dive into being in the same state of life, but do I think what Leonardo DiCaprio does is okay? I don't, period. But I'm more so talking about, you know, me, I'm in my, like, I'm in my, I guess mid-30s, I would say. I'm in my 30s dating guys in their upper 20s versus I have girlfriends that are also dating guys in their 40s and the difference between that. Like, that's the age dynamic I'm discussing, not anything in a predatory manner. But I truthfully don't think age matters nearly half as much as people make it out to because I think that it's just an... I think using a guy's age, oh, he's 27, oh, of course he's acting that way, he's, you know, 28, blah, blah, blah. I think that's a bullshit excuse for them to act like a shitty person, and I think it's just an excuse for them to not, yes, be, I think it's just an excuse for them to do dumb stuff and treat you poorly, and that's not the case. Like, being 28 is not an excuse for acting like an asshole on a date, period. And that's usually when I see people kind of commenting on it. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, he did this or that. And they're like, well, he's 28. I'm like, okay, I was 28 one day too. That That's not an excuse. With that being said as well, oh, he's 28. Well, guess what? My brother-in-law was 24 when he met my sister. My brother is 27. He is... Oh, wait, he's got a girlfriend. He treats his girlfriend wonderfully. We're not sitting there and saying, I would never tell, you know, some girl, oh, it's okay that my brother did this because he's only 27. No, they're good people. And that's like the important thing here. So I want to dive into some of the experiences I have had, right? Because I will say, hung out with a 24-year-old and that was too young. That was just like, no, would not do that again. (laughs) main reason he literally only talked to me via snapchat like justine we were pretty fresh pretty fresh freshly single at that point so we're gonna give myself an excuse he also was a semi-professional hockey player and very attractive so that yeah the things girls like guys get away with when they're six four and hot and you know play professional sports dumb So that was definitely too young. On the flip side, I have also gone out with a 38-year-old who ghosted me, right? So 24 to 38. Basically, I'm at the age where I could date you or I could date your dad. (laughs) That's how I feel. Um, We just want daddy vibes. So I think the main thing so many people talk about when they talk about age and what's an appropriate age to dating is the development of our frontal lobe. I'm sure you guys have heard this, but basically a lot of studies say that our brain is not fully developed until 25, sometimes 
this can be even later. Like for some men, it can even be into like 30. That's a huge thing, right? If they're 24 and their frontal lobe is not developed, they are literally processing things differently. So they are gonna be a lot more emotional and they're gonna think short term versus once your frontal lobe is developed, you're more likely to start thinking about long-term consequences and things, which obviously that makes sense and how that would show up in relationships and dating. You're just more likely going to be able to show up with good judgments and understand consequences that happen in your life once that's developed. So I do think pretty good rule of thumb, you know, I I would not date anyone that young again. I don't think I would go out with anyone uh, knowingly under... 27 at this point yeah the one time I went out with that guy who was 26 I was just like oh shit like I did not know he was 26 and he did not know I was 33 I just assumed he was closer to like 28 29 because that was the age of the friends I knew that he had and then also looking into this there is some research that shows a one to three year age gap has been shown to like be ideal with around a three-year age gap being kind of an average in America, which I think is pretty interesting. But along with that, it really just shows that anything over 10 years is going to have more issues. So which 10 years, you know, that does feel 25 to 35. That feels like a lot. I don't think 55 to 65 feels like a lot, right? It's always going to be relevant in that regard. One of the biggest issues that came up, though, in researching does age matter, how does it affect relationships, and when we're talking about that 10-year age gap, the number one thing so many articles kept saying is the social stigma around it. So it's not even the idea that, oh, there's some major thing that happens with a certain age group, but it's more so, well, how does your family think about it? What do your friends think about it? How are other people judging you, and how is that showing up? And actually, my dad and my stepmom have a 17-year age gap, I believe. Yeah, my stepmom's only nine years older than me. So you see kind of like, how do people have that judgment of the social stigma? But at the same time, you've got like Priyanka Chopra is 10 years older than Nick Jonas. Um, Hugh Jackman's wife is 13 years older than him. Madonna's boyfriend, she's 35 years. Madonna's boyfriend is 35 years younger than her. So basically, which is so kind of crazy and creepy to think that 35, I'm not even 35. That person wouldn't even be born yet, right? So like how they'd be, when they're 30, I'd be 65. That's okay. That's too much in my book. <laughs> um, yeah. And then obviously I already hit on, I think this, there are times where the social stigma is a real thing because it seems predatory. And I also think, you know, I just hit on all these options where the women is, woman was older than the man because that's usually not a predatory setup, right? Versus a man being so much older than the woman, large age gaps, right? A 35 year old age gap. What are they doing there? What are they doing there? So in my experiences so far, right, I've dated, you know, 26, 27, 28 year old. I can think of these three different guys and they actually, while I think some of their actions were, hey, a little young, hey, you seem a little immature here, um, 
you know, I'll never forget one time one of the guys was like, oh, one of my friends showed up on a Thursday night with a bunch of strippers in their apartment. I was like, okay, this is reminding me that you're 27. Not cool. But the 26, 27, 28-year-old, all of them actually had pretty okay communication with me. You know, the 26-year-old, we were two dates in and he was just like, hey, I think you want a little bit more than I have time to give you right now. And that was totally fine. You know, 27-year-old, we both could have said, hey, we're not on the same page after he gave me not the best apology, but he did. We just talked about it. Uh, 28-year-old, again, I think he really led me on, but we had conversations about it, right? Verse, I went on a date with 33-year-old, the guy who ghosted me that I keep running into, he was 33. The guy who, another guy who like just really weirdly like canceled our second date and then kind of ghosted and then came back and apologized and then ghosted again. I don't even know. I don't even know how to explain. I don't even think I've shared about him. 35. Recently, you know, went on a drink with the guy. Haven't heard from, he went to Prague for two weeks. So like that was to be expected, but then didn't really hear from him again. 38. So I think that, again, like people are either going to have good communication skills or they're not. And then on the flip side, my girlfriend who does not date younger at all, like her hinge settings are literally over her age. She met a guy who was two years younger than her and she was like, I don't know, I think that's too young. And I'm like, two years, that is nothing. And she likes to date older men. She's been dating a man in her his 40s. He doesn't believe in marriage. He doesn't want kids, right? And he doesn't really want to commit. He doesn't communicate during the week very well. Also, she's been had a lot of issues dating as well. Like her dating is not any easier than my dating just because she's dating older men. So I really don't see how that we can just sit here and say age is the only factor. Coming into what some factors are though, one, Age is regional. This is going to sound really weird if you've only lived in the same place, but 30 years old in Cincinnati is not the same as 30 years old in Austin, Chicago, New York. People in major cities tend to get married a little bit later. They tend to have kids a little later. When I was going out on dates in Cincinnati, men in their 30s, they probably had two kids already. They like had a minivan. They owned a house. Men in Austin in their 30s, they are still going out all the time. They are still living that bachelor life. So they're so different city to city, like small town, what people are going through. Actually, my friend that I met up with this weekend, he lives in like Farmington, Missouri. And he was like, oh, you know, I'm dating these 23-year-olds and they're ready for marriage and kids at 23. And I'm like, they're still a kid. Like they have no idea. But that's so common in smaller towns of what I've seen. And I say, first, a lot of my, you know, a lot of my friends who are around my age that are living in the major cities, like, they're still not married. They still don't have kids, things like that. They're a little bit closer on, like, my path than some of my friends, you know, a lot of my friends that are married with kids are in, are are in Ohio, in Cincinnati, and, like, areas that just feel more family friendly. So it makes sense for them. So I think age and how that shows up is totally regional. With that being said, in Austin, I think you get a lot of men with Peter Pan syndrome. 
They, Austin just feels like an adult playground. You can go out all the time. There's so many options. There's so many bars. And it's also a city that's kind of transient. So maybe they aren't thinking that they're going to be here long term. So they're not feeling like they're going to settle down. So while I think that, you know, I, I am saying age doesn't matter. Obviously, there are things that are happening here. I think a man who is, again, going back to regional, 32 in Ohio is going to be much more likely to looking to be settled down than 32 in Austin, where they're still just partying and going out all the time. I also believe that age is a mindset. It is just a number, and it's really just like a state of mind. And I compare this all the time when people ask about my sister, especially living in Austin, because obviously... I'm going through a different stage in my life. I am going out. I'm going on dates. I'm at the bars a lot. I am doing all of this stuff where she's three years younger than me and she owns a house and has a dog and does DIY projects and is having a baby, right? So we're totally just in separate times in our life. And actually, this was just, I really I really thought this was funny. I felt, I felt funny about this one, but like the other... <laughs> another week I'm literally like lying in this man's bed and it's in the morning and he is looking for batteries to put into a sex toy and I look at my phone and my sister is texting me about can you please go get this vaccine before the baby comes and then she also had looked up exactly where I can go to get the shot what I need to do all of this stuff and I'm like my head is pounding and I'm hungover and this man is looking for batteries for a sex toy and my sister's just being such an adult. <laughs> like, such a difference. And then again, we're going to hit on the idea that age is going to be different whatever stage of your life you're in, right? So when I was 18 and I was in college, I went on a date with the guy who was 23, five years. That seemed like such a huge difference. I was a freshman in college. He was a senior. And we just were not on the same pages. I just looked at him. I'm like, oh, he feels kind of old. But then when I was 27 and I was going on dates with this guy who was 32, five years, that didn't bother me at all, right? And now I'm 33, hanging out with guys 28, that doesn't bother me at all. But obviously the younger you are, I also just don't understand why anyone who is over the age of 21 would want to date someone who's like can't drink or go out. That's super weird to me. Obviously, if you guys have been dating since high school or something like like you know, if you're like 21 and 20, that's different. But I don't know. I think you got to look at where you are in life and understand that. And obviously, I think one of the biggest things that come into play here is we have to talk about a woman's biological clock. So I was on this date the other week and it was really weird. This At the date, he asked me, what's the oldest guy you would date? And I said, oh, honestly, I'm not having that problem. I'm having the opposite problem. I'm like, I keep dating younger. And then I was like, what's the oldest you would date? And he said, well, the oldest I would date, he was 30. He's like, the oldest I would date is 40, but the oldest I would be in a relationship with is 34. And I was like, well, I'm 33. And I'm, first off, I'm like, why are you dating people that you don't want to be in a relationship with? men, please just stop this. Secondly, I was like, oh, why? Like, why is that? Like, why would you only date 34? And he said, well, I want a family and kids. And I think anything more than that, you know, we're really putting a timeline and trying to push things. And I said, you know what? I 
I like when people have what they want and they stand by that. So I was like, oh, okay, you know, if you feel that's important to you. And I said, yeah, I don't want kids. Well, like two hours later into the date, he had like mentioned, oh, you know, I, I just am not sure if I want kids. I said, do you, you just wanted a family and kids and like 34 was too old. And now because I don't want kids, are you trying to appease me that I said that? I don't know. I'm just stick with what you want, dude. But of course, that is the thing. That's why you see so many women freezing their eggs right now because there's kind of this mating gap where women are, you know, just wanting to have children later and they're waiting to find an acceptable partner and it doesn't necessarily align with the biological clock. So if you really know you want kids, you're better off having those eggs that are a little bit younger um, and having those to just prepare. But you have to think about that. And it's definitely something I think about, especially when if I'm going to go on a date with a guy who's like 26 and he's like, oh, well, I don't want kids till I'm 30 or I don't want to get married till I'm 30. And then I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to be almost, I'll be 37. So like that's where things kind of come into play. Another big thing you have to talk about is libido. I think that not everyone's libido stays the same as they age. And obviously men can do a lot more for it. They can go get that little blue pill if they want, but you have to be kind of at a similar spot. So if someone has a very high libido, I have a very high libido, like these, <laughs> these 28-year-olds are working well for me and my libido. <laughs> um, but as, obviously like that's going to change as people age in both ways. So something to keep in mind there. And also not just age plays in with libido is so complicated. Um, but also I want to hit on like what are things that matter more than just age? And I think you really have to hit on emotional maturity and emotional intelligence. How is the person there? What are your long-term relationship goals? So again, someone who, um, you know, one of the real housewives, she's like 45 and she just married a guy who's 27 and he wants kids and she's a little bit like, how am I going to have kids? I don't know what they're going to do there. She's really rich, so maybe they'll figure something out. Um, probably not the same, like, consequences. But you have to think about that long-term goal and how, what are the long-term relationship goals? Do those align? I think someone's willing to willingness to communicate, that's so much more important than, oh, an age. And then also really looking at what state of life are the person's friends in because people want to grow up with their friends a lot so if you're looking at this guy and all of his friends are still out at the clubs they're blacking out every weekend that's probably not gonna work out if you're not in that state of life they're probably not gonna be the first one of their friends to say oh yeah I'm gonna stop doing this I'm gonna get like a family and kids right but if a lot of their friends are in relationships then they are going to be probably more likely and willing to be in a relationship and commit to that as well so a lot of other things that you can look at and I think things that play a much bigger role than just age being a number with that being said it's not like dating these 28 year olds are working out for me right now I mean, I'm having a good time. We're learning. We're getting my feet back under the knee. You know, we're having, we're taking care of my libido. Um, so those are all perks for sure. But yeah, I mean, dating young is not necessarily working for me. Dating older is not necessarily working for my friend. I don't think we can sit and just say that the age is the issue. And also, you know what, maybe I am just defending myself for uh, the 
men I keep going out with. But also, I will say, it's totally not my fault either because people think that I'm younger than I am, right? Everyone on Iron Out on Saturday was shocked that I was 33. I literally showed the guys my photo ID because they did not believe I was 33. And then that's what happens is like younger guys will hit on me at the bar and that's kind of who I end up meeting and so it's not like I'm purposefully sitting there like looking for younger guys I think people just think oh she's out she's fun she has a good energy and she looks a little younger and that's kind of what's coming into my life so obviously that's one of the things I've talked to my therapist about is where am I meeting people so really probably I'm not necessarily trying to meet someone at a bar right that's not maybe where I'm going to meet a guy who's necessarily like looking to be in a relationship versus meeting people through friends meeting people through the gym different activities stuff like that where they're in maybe a more mature setting and mature mindset of what they're looking for so I'm super curious you know if you're single and you've been dating you gotta let me know have you had more luck with dating younger if you had more luck with dating older and also like what are your age brackets for your dating apps fill me in send me a dm and i hope everyone has a really great week let me know if you have any thoughts on this if you enjoyed the episode please tag me share and i will talk to y'all soon